Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hubbub, the podcast for British Hills. I'm Donovan. I'm Emma. And I'm Dom. We're teachers here at British Hills, and this podcast is to let you know all about what's happening here at BH and what our teachers get up to when we're not in class. In each episode, we'll be talking about different topics, from apples to zoology and everything in between. This podcast is for you. So if you have any questions, or if there is anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, please let us know. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com slash hubbubpodcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B podcast. Or on Instagram, at British Hills Japan. It's a fun way for you to practice your English, and who knows, you might even learn something new. Onwards with the show! Welcome back, everyone, to the Hubbub podcast. Last time on the show, we were talking about acting and our future dreams when we were younger. Uh, and we might be continuing that conversation today. But before we continue, Donovan, can you tell us what is the answer to the riddle? Footsteps. Did you get it at home, listeners? Okay, so if you got that, please do let us know. Okay. So yeah, last time we were talking about acting and the three of us, we shared childhood dreams of becoming an actor. For me, I, I worked in the theatre and I was all about theatre acting. Uh, how about you two? Was it theatre acting? Was it movies? Was it comedy? What sort of acting did you want to do? So like I said, I actually wanted to be James Bond and play James Bond. So I guess I did... had have this dream of being a quote-unquote Hollywood actor and that's what I think I aimed my dreams towards but in reality I, I did end up doing a lot of theatre uh, amateur productions in theatres throughout my teenage years uh, so I, I realised that I actually did enjoy theatre quite a lot in hindsight I wish I had pursued theatre acting uh, a bit more when I had the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where I felt the most comfortable. When I have found myself in front of the camera, I actually find myself getting a little bit more shy and okay. unable to let out my acting talents. <laughs> uh, whereas on the stage, I'm a bit more uh, tuned into it, I suppose you could say. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. So you're more comfortable when it's live? Yeah. Um, I found that I'm more comfortable behind the camera than I am in front of it as well. So uh, I, I went through a phase of wanting to become a movie director. Oh. Uh, and I got very into, you know, I still love movies uh, to this day, but I became something of a film buff throughout my uh, teenage years. And I wanted at the time to kind of move into movie direction. Uh, that obviously didn't pan out. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> well, it's uh, never too late. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. James Cameron supposedly began uh in his mid-30s oh okay uh we, we'll probably have to fact check that sorry uh, <laughs> that's my understanding okay excellent okay uh donovan how about you um i did some theater in high school but that was never my forte not, not my strong point and for me it was film and television acting and voice acting i did in terms of performance it was um I was in a classical choir for six years as a baritone, and 
Um, I worked off and on in amateur voice acting. And I also took um, a year of intensive film and television actor training. And um, Vancouver, British Columbia is called Hollywood North. It is the second largest film community in North America, only to Hollywood. So it's it's a very big film community, which really brings out a lot of that kind of uh, people. There are theater groups, but that's more Eastern Canada. If you go to Montreal and Toronto, you will find a lot more theater communities than in Vancouver. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, aren't they famous for the their comedy festival as well? Is it Montreal? I'm not entirely sure. I'm more in the because I'm more in the film scene. Like for for me, it's things like the VIFF, the Vancouver International Film Festival, which is sort of similar to and smaller in scale than the Toronto International Film Festival or Canes, that kind of thing. But it is one of the kind of hubs for film in the world. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So. Um yeah, for me, it was more theatre, so I, I don't know too much about movie acting, um, but maybe that's something you two can share with me today. <laughs> okay, so what sort of movies did you want to be in? I mean, obviously, Don, when I, you wanted to be James Bond, was it just action movies or any type of movies? Uh, I think I, I, I obviously started off with wanting to be in sort of action movies, like I wanted to be the action star, uh, but definitely... As my tastes changed and developed as I grew up, I saw myself being in more dramatic roles as well. Uh, I think I wanted to be more in more Shakespeare-style productions, whether that was in theatre or on film. Uh, And I also developed a taste for wanting to do comedy as I discovered that doing comedy well and having good comedy timing was a skill that not a lot of actors necessarily always have. Yes. It, it, it's typically considered easier to do a dramatic role than it is a comedic role because a comedy role does require impeccable timing to get it done correctly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I find that with a lot of actors. Um, well, people in general, a lot of people think they're funny, <laughs> but they do miss the timing quite a lot. So, That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I think. I'm not going to say dramatic acting's easier, but uh, I think, yeah, comedy definitely has a a higher skill level. Mm. There is a through line in that in um, film school, actually. And this is something you will find in virtually all film schools, is that they will teach breakdown, get angry, cry, scream, yell, throw things, um, and express these fairly negative emotions as a as a matter of course in your training Um, and improv is also trained at about 20 percent of the classes however having classes where actors are taught to act positive emotions like laughter and delight and joy and um, sort of comedy and caricature is actually a very limited subsection of acting training And I think from my own experience, that is the one thing that is woefully lacking across all acting training is being happy on stage. Because that is, like I said, with comedy, comedy is timing, but comedy is also not always necessarily being happy. But to be able to play that role well 
in comedy, you have to switch between positive and negative very quickly. And I think that might be part of it is that many actors simply lack the training or the ability to present this delightful, like, this is so much fun. And, you know, it, it's either you have it or you don't at this point. And I'd agree with, yeah, you have it or you don't. Um, but I find a lot of comedy comes from a very dark place though so <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> tragic comedy yeah the the tragic but yeah a lot of comedy comes out of um things that are very dramatic so yes. it's not necessarily that you need to be happy and cheerful on stage to be funny because mm. um i i find often the opposite is true so they tend to draw it out from those experiences and make them into something that people can laugh about, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Some but of the best comedy I've ever seen is based it from a very dark uh, place and they're able to turn this quite dark scenario, uh, quite tragic scenario, they're able to draw the comedy and the humor out of that situation. And it takes a certain talent, I think, with an actor. Uh, th yeah, there's a real skill for... for finding the finding the funny if you like yeah, I um, definitely don't have it and I think that's part of the problem people think oh I'm doing comedy I need to be um laughing and joking and as you said you don't get training on that so I think a lot of people get lost because it's like oh I, I don't know how to act funny well you don't need to it comes from the the drama yeah. and and like Dom said the the timing if it's not there it's just it's like playing piano where if you listen to piano if the timing isn't perfect on piano you can hear the mistakes even if you're not a trained ear. And I think with comedy, that might be pretty relevant. It's, uh, there's something to be said for if you do it wrong, everyone is able to tell. But if you're doing it right, no one knows that you're doing anything at all. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think we can all agree that uh, timing is of the utmost importance. So I think we've come to the end of our show. Uh, before we leave, Donovan, do you have this month's riddle? I do. Riddle me this. What five-letter word in the dictionary is pronounced the same if you remove four letters? I'm going to have to give that one a lot of thought. Okay, so with our perfect timing, we're going to wrap it up. The end. That's Thank it. you very much for listening. Thanks for me. listening. Ciao. We love to hear feedback. Any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions are welcome. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash hubbub podcast that's h-u-b-b-u-b -B -B podcast or on instagram at british hills japan also on the website if you're listening to practice english you can find a transcript of each episode but if you're not here for that reason don't worry just forget the last few seconds all in all thank you for listening goodbye for now the, the hubbub, hubbub podcast, podcast.